Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. Last week, ginawa natin na mag-declare or mag-confess which dahil naniniwala tayo na mayroong kapangyarihan sa ating deklarasyon, mayroong kapangyarihan sa ating confession. But I really believe na ang ating confession should be our prayer. Ang ating prayer should also be our confession. Kasi minsan, minsan iba ang ating ipinag-pre-pray sa ating sinasabi. Pag sinabing conversation, ito'y pwedeng simpleng conversation lang pagkikipag-usap. So kung ang ating conversation ay iba sa ating prayer, then yun ang maaaring maging dahilan kung bakit hindi natin nakikita o hindi natin nararanasan. Ang kagalingan na alam natin kung tutusin ay na-settled na, 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 na. It's already done. And so kung mayroon mang umahad lang sa Panginoon para siya kumilos, ito'y wala iba kundi tayo din mismo. I mean, I know the devil will make us just talk doubts and unbelief. Not unless we really want to talk about doubt, doubt and unbelief. I mean, he cannot just make us do anything. Although, alam ko po na ang modus operandi ng Diablo is whether you like it or not. But, He cannot just make you speak. He cannot just make you confess. He cannot just make you declare. He cannot just even make you pray. So, and because the devil does not have any power to make us do something, that means we are all supposed to choose of which one are we are supposed to be speaking based sa kung anong sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon. Let's look at Joshua chapter 1 and then later on titingnan natin yung tatlong magkasunod-sunod na healing that had taken place sa book of Matthew. Pero tingnan muna natin ang Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Well, of course, alam natin na book of the law is not referring to the commandments or the law that Moses or the law that God gave to Moses. The book of the law is referring to the entire counsel of the word of God. Hindi lamang yung Old Testament, although during this time when it was written, in fact, the Old Testament was not even complete yet, mas lalo na ang New Testament. But, yung book of the law is referring to the entire Bible, the entire book. So we cannot just meditate on one thing and then neglect some other things that we also are actually, I mean, kailangan din natin i-meditate. And so many times we would always want, we would always want to meditate with regards to the promises of God. 
Wala namang masama na ang palagi nating kinoconfess, palagi nating dinideclare, ay ang mga pangako ng Panginoon. Pero kung makakaligtaan natin i-confess at i-declare ang Panginoon mismo, kung sino siya, then maaring I mean, tatanda na lang tayo, mawawalan na lang tayo sa mundong ito, hindi natin mararanasan, hindi natin, hindi natin na-enjoy ang mga pangako ng Panginoon dahil primarily, ang gusto ng Panginoon is ang ma-enjoy natin siya. Higit kaysa kung ano ang maibibigay niya sa atin na makakapag-enjoy tayo dahil wala naman wala namang ibibigay ang Panginoon sa atin na hindi natin ikai-enjoy, hindi natin ikatutuwa. Pero kung ang ating kasiyahan, ang ating enjoyment ay nandoon lamang sa kung ano ang binigay ng Panginoon sa atin at nakaligtaan natin siya na nagbigay, then hindi tayo makakausad, hindi tayo makalalayo. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Again, it's talking about the whole counsel of God. And it is saying that it should not depart from our mouth. What does it mean? That means we have to keep speaking, we have to keep confessing, we have to keep testifying, we have to keep witnessing, we have to keep talking, we need to keep declaring and decreeing and proclaiming. The book of the law. And so like what I've said, the book of the law does not only consist of God's promises. Because a promise is no good if the promiser does not have integrity. Ang promiser ay hindi reliable. Ang promiser ay hindi credible. I mean, when people begin to complain that God is not fulfilling some of His promises, it is because people do not know who had made the promise. At kung titignan natin, ang mga pangako ay bahagi lamang ng book of the law. And in fact, the reason why it is It is said that it is a book of the law because there is something that we need to do other than just waiting or believing for the promises to be fulfilled. The reason why it is law because we have to obey. The reason why it is a law because we need to keep the law. We need to obey the law. Not that we are bound to it, but if we want to live a life that is pleasing to God, then you don't have any choice. Hindi sa kailangan mong magpasakop, magpailalim sa kautusan ng Painon, pero kung mayroon kang gustong maangkin at matupad ang mga pangako ng Painon, then kailangan mong gawin ito. Dahil hindi natin kailanman mai-enjoy ang pangako ng Panginoon hanggat hindi natin gagawin kung ano ang nakasaad na kautusan. Of course, ang problema is we can have we can have all the promises na bigay ng Panginoon sa atin pero if we are not careful enough that there's something that we must do other than just speak then we would miss it and then people would say hindi totoo yung salita ng Panginoon. It doesn't work for me. 
it only works for some. I mean, nangyayari lamang sa mga siniswerte. Pero yung mga malas, kawawa. Well, we all know that the book of the law is for everyone. Not just the promise of God are for everyone, but the book of the law is also for everyone. If you're wondering why somebody is more blessed than you are, then find out what have they done. Alamin mo kung bakit nila nai-enjoy ang blessing. Alamin mo kung bakit, I mean, you prayed for one person na may sakit at karamdaman, almost in an instant they got healed. Well, you prayed for somebody and it's been years still, ganun pa rin ang kalang sitwasyon. And so, if you don't know who God is, then you probably would say, well, I've been waiting this long. Ganito na katagal ang aking pag-aantay. Maybe it's not the will of God for me to be healed. Kaya nga, pinag-usapan natin ang kahalagahan ng ating confession because confession always brings possession. But when confession is not enough, then you would miss. Because ang confession natin, I mean, you've heard me say this, na ang pananampalataya can only be expressed in two ways. There's no shortcut. There's no shortcut to expressing your faith. And the reason why kailangan natin yung faith, because you can never get, you can never receive anything that God has promised you without faith. Hindi mo ma-access, hindi mo matatap ang promises ni God without faith. And if faith can only be expressed in two ways, but you are mastering on just one and you are neglecting the second, then it could be the main reason why nothing is happening. Yes, we already have talked about the power of our tongue, the power of the mouth, the power of our confession. But our confession must be backed up by our action. And of course, sometimes it is your, it is your confession that backs up your action. I mean, pwede naman balik ka rin kung alin dito ang mauna as long as you're not satisfied that you have done one only and you neglect the other. Because I believe... Kung makita natin yung dalawa, makita natin yung confession at makita natin yung action, it will bring revolution. Makita natin yung confession, makita natin yung action, so pwede natin masabi, confession plus action equals revolution. Why revolution? Because in every revolution, something changes. Sa bawat revolusyon, Kahit anong revolution, it always brings change. I-revolution mo yung motorsiklo mo, I mean something changes. Something comes into surface. Something is heard. Something is seen. Mayroon kang naririnig, mayroon kang nakikita, at minsan mayroon kang nararamdaman na pagbabago. So, 
Kung imamaster lamang ng isa na napakagaling natin mga napakagaling natin mga speaker, napakagaling natin ng mga talker, napag, napakagaling natin ng mga confessor, napakag I mean, yun ang minamaster natin pero wala tayong binabackup na gawa. Ano sabi ni ano sabi, sabi ni James? Faith without action is dead. So you can you can blab all you want. You can speak all you want. You can prophesy all you want. You can declare all you want. I mean, you can even pray all you want. But if you're not going to back up your words, I mean, we can learn matututunan natin ito from God Himself. You see, God said something during the creation. God said something. You see, nothing happens even if God has spoken, not until God did something to back up the word. You see, the Bible says in Genesis 1 that the Spirit of the Lord was already hovering over the earth. He was there, but He was not doing anything, not until God said something. When God said something, He backed up what He had said, and so something happened. So if we are not going to back up our words... With our action, we are not going to see anything. And the sad thing is, if we don't see anything, we always blame God. Mas maganda lang sana na demonyo ang ating sinisisi, but blaming God is totally, I mean, wala ka talaga sa sirkulasyon. At ipagmamalaki mo pa kung gaano kalaki yung panunod, nananampalataya naman ako, nananalig naman ako. Well, nagtitiwala naman ako. Well, you might say you are believing because you are confessing, but that's not the full expression of faith. Faith can only be fully expressed when you speak it out through your mouth and when you act on it. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. I mean, that is where maybe... Maaring dito tayo magaling. We meditate the word of God day and night. The word meditation, the word meditate means matter. It means speaking. It's not just pondering. It's not just thinking about the word. Hindi mo lamang iniisip or sinasaulo ang salita ng Panginoon, kundi sinasabi mo. Gaano kadalas mo ito ginagawa? You do it day and night. Now, if we are saying the word of God, if we are confessing the word day and night, but we only back up the word once a week, then we would still don't find the fulfillment, the manifestation of what we're expecting. I mean, with what we're going to see some Matthew, which actually you can go, we can go there now, but let me finish Joshua 1.8 and then we'll go to uh, Psalms 1. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do. There you go. I mean, we just, hindi lamang tayo dapat magaling sa confession, sa confession, sa confessing. Dahil ang sinasabi ng salita na the reason why you have to speak the word of God day and night, the reason why you have to matter the word of God day and night, so that you will observe to do. 
That's why people can memorize the scripture. I mean, of course, the kids are being taught how to memorize scriptures. But if we are not going to teach them how to do the scriptures, I mean, their lives would not make any difference sa buhay ng iba. And even the, 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 the scriptures that they memorize would not even make a difference in their life. Because we are not changed by the word of God that is in our head. We are changed by the word of God that we have in our hearts. And that's why if you have the word of God in your heart, you just don't memorize it. You just don't say it. You just don't talk about it. You do it. Because we cannot actually say that we have the word of God hidden in our heart if we are not doing anything kung anong sinasabi ng word of God na dapat natin gawin. I know na ang Christianity is being accused, being maligned, being, I mean, kung ano nung tinatawag, inaakusahan, pinararatangan, at actually nagiging kahihiyan sa pangalan ng Panginoon, because magaling lamang tayo sa word, magaling lamang tayo sa pagsasabi, madaling lamang, but pagdating sa paggawa, ay eh ang, ang importante sa ating pagsalita at paggawa dahil mayroong mga taong would never believe what we are saying because our actions speaking louder to them. Diba? Your word, I mean, your actions speaks louder than your words. Pero hindi pwedeng puro lamang tayo daldal. Hindi lamang pwedeng puro lang tayo memorize. Hindi pwedeng palagi, palagi lang tayong recitation. Kahit magwi-witness ka na, kahit magwi-win ka ng kaluluwa sa Panginoon, ang ginagawa mo, nagre-recite ka pa rin. I mean, there is a denomination. Well, they were supposed to be part I mean, they started out as Christian organization, pero sila nag-a-class at nag-start ng sariling denomination. Kumbaga, they are very strong sa evangelism. And I think they also are very strong in giving. I don't know about tithing, maybe. Because saan man silang church mayroon. Mayroon silang building, sariling building. At hindi lang building, kundi meron silang sariling school para lang. So maybe they're good pagdating sa pagtuturo ng giving, malamang magaling. At hindi lang yun, magaling sila sa evangelism. Pero ang pagkakaiba nila sa atin, which we are not supposed to envy them, we are not to get jealous, because you listen to their evangelistic message. Tingnan mo, dati mayroon silang, mayroon sila sa balibago kada hapon o gabi. Maglalagay ng trumpa or karaoke and then magpipreach. Pakinggan mo yung kanyang preaching. They are just reciting. I mean, I don't want to judge but you know, but you know something when it's spoken out of the heart. I mean, there is no power. They memorize yung kanilang outline ng salvation. And so to me, when I listen to them, they sound like 
parut or loro. How many of you know na ang loro ay pwedeng makapagsalita ng katulad na salita mo? But you don't find power in the words ng ibon na to. We're not supposed to be like that. We're supposed to be the voice of God that whenever we speak, the voice of God sounds stronger, powerful, and authoritative than just our own voice. Now, isa pa, na I know it's not coming from their heart because they're only concerned about reciting or memorizing yung outline nila sa evangelism, but they do not even care about people actually receiving the Lord. Because if they actually want people to be saved, they will patatanggapin nila ang It does not matter. But their concern kasi is not necessarily salvation, kundi ang makatanggap ng offering because pag nalaman patapos na yung nagsasalita, mayroon ng mga galamay na mayroon ng sibot-sibot or sobre-sobre. And that's why we don't have to get jealous of them because, I mean, of course, bawat isa sa atin will stand before God at tayo mananagot ko anong ating ginawa sa ating buhay. Hindi tayo mananagot ko anong ginawa ng ibang tao at hindi sila mananagot, ang ibang tao hindi mananagot ko anong ating ginawa. You see, two things that is recorded in heaven. Na, na, nakita natin sa Matthew na with our words we shall be justified or we shall be condemned when that day comes. But also the Bible tells us that we will be judged kung ano ang ating ginawa with our life. So wala isa sa atin ay makakapagscape. No matter how a good talker you might be, no matter how a good preacher you might be, no matter how a good teacher you might be, no matter how much you have memorized the scriptures. But kailangan itong balansehin with your action. At ayaw natin ma matagilid tayo kung maaari Yes, magaling tayo sa pagdi-declare, sa pagka-confess, pero mas lalo natin ginagalingan sa pag-apply, sa pag-aplika, sa pag-practice ng salita ng Panginoon. I mean, this can be applied to healing and this can be applied to prosperity. Because if you really believe that you are healed, then you should never be complaining about how painful, about how sick you are, about how serious your condition is. Or, Maybe you're not doing it, hindi mo ginagawang, you're, you're sick, you're dying, you're this, you're that, it's so painful, pagod na ako, gusto ko nang umuwi. I mean, tukuyin mo kung saan mo gusto kong umuwi. Saan? Dito doon. You see, maaring nagko-confess ka, pero kung wala kang ginagawa na umaayon sa yung confession, Nakahiga ka pa rin, nakaupo ka pa rin sa wheelchair, nakahiga ka pa rin sa higaan, wala kang hakbang na ginagawa, then your words would not mean anything. Let's go to Psalms 1. You see, ang meditation is not only to remind ourselves or to make us become more aware of what God had said, 
Not just what He said concerning His promise, concerning what He wants for us, but what God said concerning who He is. Because I believe if you know who God is, you would not have any problem of what God would say to you or what God will do for you. Verse 1, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Joshua is telling us, the mouth, I mean the book of the law shall not depart of our mouth. It was a command. Joshua, God was telling Joshua and Joshua was telling the Israelites. It was not a suggestion, it was a commandment. Now, David is different. Because he is now complying the commandments. He is now living the life. Ipinamumuhay na niya kung ano ang sinasabi. And in fact, kinatutuwa niya, kinagigiliwan niya. It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. And the one who does this will be likened unto a man, will be likened unto a tree, planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. Look at this. But whatever he does shall prosper. You see, hindi natin pwedeng hiwalayin. We, we are not supposed to be speaking one thing but doing another. Doon ang problema. Kung gusto natin tukuyin kung anong problema, why you are not receiving your healing, why you are not getting your prosperity, is because you are saying one thing and you are doing another. God is not like that. Kung gusto mo, kung gusto mo ng God-like fruits, then you must say what God said and you also must do what God did. If you're expecting just any kind of fruit, then go ahead, do what everybody else is doing, say what everybody else is saying, but I don't want any human fruit. I don't want any fruit that will not last. I want the fruit that will remain. I want the fruit that will stay. I want the fruit that will even speak and would convince the people to believe the same way I believe. And so my action must be aligned with my words or my words should be aligned with my action. Now, when my action is aligned with the Word, then the Word of God says, whatever He does. If you are meditating on healing, and you begin to do something concerning being healed, what does a healed person do? If you have been healed from cataract, if you've been healed from whatever eye condition, what will you do? What would be the very thing that you would do? You look for something to read 
that you know you were not able to do so before, but now because you believe you're healed, then ang problema kasi, mayroon tayong gadget, pwede natin palakihin ang pwede natin palakihin ang mga litra. No, maghanap ka ng libro na hindi mo mapapalaki ang litra. Well, Pastor Tom, ganun pa rin. Ganun pa rin. Ganun pa rin ang paningin ko. Well, if you're saying ganun pa rin, then that means to say, you are agreeing with what your condition is instead of agreeing with God. Take note na ang confession is saying the same thing. You are saying the same thing what God had said. That means to say, you are agreeing God. If God said you are healed, then that's what you're going to say. That's why we should never ask a person after we have prayed for them, a sick person, yung taong may sakit, hindi natin sila dapat actually tanongin, how do you feel after we prayed for them? Because we, did, we are not expecting any feelings to change. We're expecting healing to be made manifest by faith, not by feelings. Kaya yun ang sinabi ni Smith Wigglesworth, after he would pray for somebody who's sick, he would not even ask them, how do you feel? Now, the reason why he, he do that to others, because that's what he do to himself. He never asked himself, how, how does he feel? You know what he does? He tell, he, he tell himself how he should feel. Ikaw ang magsasabi sa katawan mo kung ano ang dapat niyang nararamdaman at hindi ang nararamdaman mo ang dapat na nagsasabi sa iyo. You see the difference? Too many times we are asking how we feel. No, tell, tell yourself, tell your body how much, how should it feel. Your body should feel well. Your body should feel healed. Your body should feel healthy. Oh, but Pastor Tom, I'm in pain. You might be in pain, but you know what? The Word of God is more real than what you feel now. What you feel now is subject to change. That's why we do not believe on whatever we see, whatever we touch. We do not believe in our feelings because we know it is subject to change. We only believe in something that is eternal. Eternally the same. If God said you're healed, you're eternally healed. If God says you're prosperous, you are eternal. You, you are not going to prosper now and then go back to poverty after two weeks. The word of God is eternal. So we have to align our action with our words, or maybe we have to align our words with our action. The two must go together. And when we find ourselves expressing this two, then we'll find great results. Let's go to Matthew chapter 8. Nabanggit ko tatlong healing had taken place in the first 15 verses dito. Verse 1. When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, I don't believe that we have to say the same thing that this leper had said. Because this is a clear indication that the leper didn't know if it was the will of God for him to be healed or not. He was not certain. 
And that's why he said, if you are willing. Now, hindi na ito pwedeng may apply sa atin. Because the will of God has already been revealed. We already know what the will of God is concerning our physical body. We know that it is His will to be healed. And therefore, we, are not, we're no, longer, we no longer need to come to the Lord and say, Lord, if you are willing to heal me, you can. But if not, it's okay. No. You're not going to be healed. You're not going to get your healing. Because your healing is based on His will. Ang healing mo ay hindi po base sa swinerte ka. Ang healing mo ay hindi nakabase dahil nakahanap ka ng magaling na doktor. Ang healing mo ay hindi nagdidepende dahil nakainom ka ng tamang medisina. Ang healing mo hindi nagdidepende dahil nakalanghap ka ng tamang hangin. Ang healing mo hindi nagdidepende dahil nakainom ka ng tubig na galing sa France. Na kung ikukumpara, ang tubig na palagi mong iniinom ay tig-otso lamang ang isang buti, pero itong tubig na galing sa France ay utsinta. At mayroong kapangyarihan. No! We know it is the will of God. It does not matter what you take. It does not matter who, you, who do you go to. I mean, God in Himself had revealed to us that it is His will for us to be healed. And that's why hindi naman siya nirebuke ng Panginoon. Hindi naman siya kumbaga dininay ng Panginoon. Pero dito sa account na ito ay makikita natin kung paano talaga na ihayag ng Panginoon ang kanyang kagustuhan, ang kanyang kaluuban na ang tao ay gumaling. Because pagdating sa verse 3, it says, Then Jesus put out His hand and touched Him. Now, maraming bisis si Jesus ay nagpagaling, hindi dahil siya ay nagpray sa may sakit. As a matter of fact, we, di, we do not find him praying for the sick. He actually didn't pray for the sick. Like in this account, he did not pray for the leper. He just stretched out his hand and touched him. There you go, the sick was healed. So kaya nga napaka-importante ang paggawa. Ikaw na nagmi-minister ng healing, which is I mean, sa ling, sa ilang linggo na, ang pinag-usapan natin is how to receive healing. After that, pag natapos natin yung how to receive healing, pag-usapan natin is how you can minister healing to others. Because, katulad ng nabanggit ko kagabi, I mean, ano ba naman ang silbi, kagabi ng isang araw, ano ba naman ang silbi na nakatanggap ka ng kagalingan pero hindi mo naman ito maibigay sa iba? Whatever we have received from God freely is what we are supposed to give to others freely. If you have received your salvation freely, then 
Give the salvation to others freely. If you have received healing freely, then give healing to others freely. If you have prospered freely, then give prosperity to others freely. If you have been blessed freely, then let the blessing flow through you freely. Which all of these are for, I mean, free. It's because it's by the grace of God. We are not blessed because of our, of our job. We are not blessed because of our intelligence. We are not blessed because we are mabilidad tayo But no, we are blessed because of the grace of God. We are not blessed dahil ang trabaho mo ay white-collar job and others are not blessed because they only have a blue, color, a blue one. No, it does not matter what kind of job you have. You, you don't have to look at your job na pinanggagalingan ng blessing because you know that the, all of your blessings, all the blessings that you enjoy is coming from God. I mean, madalas pagka tayo ay mayroong humihiling sa atin na Magpray. May sakit. Prayer kaagad ang kalang hinihiling at prayer kaagad ang ating binibigay. I mean, you have not received prayer. You have received healing or you have received the word. So therefore, freely give the word or give healing. Now, I'm not saying na baliwala yung prayer. Well, actually, baliwala yung prayer if you're only praying for that particular time, but you never, you actually do not pray. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing. Now, right there, although this is not the first time that God revealed himself as, as an eternal healer, which it does not change yung kanyang pagiging tagapagpagaling, ang kanyang pagiging great physicians, hindi po na... Hindi siya sabihin, hindi, hindi kita kaya. Seryoso at critical ng kalagayan. I mean, we have a friend who, who was diagnosed with kakaibang breast cancer 16 years ago. I mean, in fact, he said, to be exact, it's more than 16 years because she started begin to feel the pain but it was only after that, I mean, 16 years ago, na siya ay nagpatingin sa doktor and yun na pala. 16 years later, mayroon siyang regular checkup. They could not find. Wala silang mahanap na trace ng any cancer cell. I think she's, she's maybe 40, 50, 54, 55 today. I mean, she's still alive. Sabi nila, walang taong nakaka-recover sa cancer. Walang taong nakaka-survive sa cancer. Well, she did not only survive, she overcame. And she would give the credit to what the Lord has done sa kanya. I mean, 16 years. Walang, after 16 years, wala na, walang trace na makita. It is as if the cancer had never occurred in her body. Now, if, yung mga ganong klaseng kwinto, if God did it with someone, you can sure believe that God will do it with you. How many of you know, God is not a respecter of person. God does not play favorite. And because, sabi na pinong 
Paborito ko yung mga ito, lilintas ko sila. Sila kasi mga salbahe, ipapahamak ko sila. No. Ganon din ang healing. The, the Lord doesn't heal because mababait ang mga to. At ito mga salbahe, lalagay ko sa kanila ang lahat ng... Na halos pinaniwalaan mo ang Panginoon ang naglalagay. You see, if God did it... Now, I don't think if you are suffering with that kind of sickness, I don't think you have to wait ng 16 years. Because she had to undergo some rigid, I mean, medication. But in the end, she would still say, it was the Lord. She was blessed to have known ng mga magagaling na mga oncologist sa U.S., but she would always say, it was the Lord who performed the miracle. Ang Panginoon ang gumawa ng Himala. So, nung sinabi ni Jesus, I am, it reveals to us that not only He was willing to heal during that time na mayroon taong lumapit sa Kanya, ito'y nagpapahayag na siya'y nagpapagaling pa rin magpahanggang ngayon. He did not say, I was. He did not say, I will be. He said, I am. He is in fact, God is in fact, He is whatever you need at any given particular time. If you needed healing, He is. If you needed provision, He is. He does not only have, but He is. He does not only have your healing, He is your healer. He does not only have your provision. He is your provider. He does not only have your blessing. He is your blesser. Now, if He is, that means whatever you need, Anjana, I am, I am willing. I mean, this should be settled. If God reveals Himself, if Jesus revealed Himself by saying, I am willing, then you should also be able to hear God saying to you, telling you, I am willing. Hindi lamang walang, walang mahirap sa akin, nothing is too hard for me, nothing is so difficult for me, nothing is impossible with me, but we have to be able to hear God, His willingness to heal us. I am willing. And like what I've said, Jesus did not even pray. After saying, I am willing, He said, be cleansed. There you go again, kung gaano ka-importante ang word. But you don't always have to, hindi ka pwedeng palaging umaasa that some good people are the ones speaking concerning your situation. Because you have to do it yourself. And look at this, immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. Now, itong leprosy na sakit nung panahonan ni Jesus ay incurable. But whenever somebody mga nagiging mapalad na nakakatanggap ng kagalingan, ang actual na nagpapatunay na sila'y nakatanggap ng kagalingan is Right after they received their healing, they would immediately go to the priest and testify ng kalang healing. So kung titingnan mo, the very thing, the very action 
na siyang nagkumplito ng kanyang kagalingan is that he went immediately. Now, it doesn't mention here, but makikita natin sa other, sa other book. In fact, he was instructed by Jesus in verse 4. Now, do you think na magiging kumplito ang kanyang kagalingan had he not, kung hindi niya ginawa yung sinabi ni Jesus? Look at verse 4. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Now, do you think that he could have kept his healing? Well, the healing was instantaneous. Right there and then he was healed. But do you think that he could have kept his healing had he not done what Jesus said? I believe he could have missed it. I believe right there and then, pagtalikod na pagtalikod niya, right there and then, he could have been afflicted by the same lep- leprosy in his body. And that's why dito natin makikita that you must do something. Do something you've never been able to do. Rise. Walk. Lift up your hands. Do something. You see, ang dapat ng, ang ipinakita niya dito na nagpapatunay na siya ipinagaling na is he, he has to go to the priest. I don't know about, I don't know if he had complied the first instruction na sinabi ng Panginoon, see that you tell no one. I don't know kung kinumply niya yun. It's hard to comply. When you have received the miracle, I don't think you will not say any, to anybody. I mean, sabi ni Jesus, Tumahimik ka, huwag mo ito yung kwento kahit kanino. Well, alam mo, nakakita ka ng milagro. Alam mo, nakaranas ka ng milagro. Mananahimik ka ba? Well, in that part, sa part na ito ng instruction, I don't think maintindihan ka ni Lord. Pero yung, yung talagang kailangan mong pumunta sa pari, show yourself to the priest, offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them, I believe you have to do it exactly the way it was commanded you to do. So he was healed. Now go, let's go to the next healing. Now when he had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Now, there you go again. God reveals, or Jesus revealed him, his willingness to heal the sick. He did not decline. He said, you know, I'm too busy. There are many other people na matindi ang pangangailangan kaysa sa'yo. Babalikan kita pagtapos na ako doon. I will come. Jesus immediately said, Now, kung tutusin, this centurion is not a believer. I mean, sa ibang translation, ang centurion na ito ay Romano. Dahil ang kanyang pinamumunuan ay Italian regiment. So, hindi, hindi siya Hudyo. And yet, naglakas loob na lumapit kay Jesus 
para gumaling ang kanyang servant at ang tugon ni Jesus sa kanya, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you, that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word and my servant will be healed. Only speak the word and my servant. You see, the first healing took place. How many of you know the first healing? Paglabag ni Jesus. Ang, kanyang, ang ginawa ni Jesus ay paglabag sa kalang ceremonies. Because nobody has the right to touch anybody who is a leper. So, violate ni Jesus ang ceremonies. You're not supposed to touch anybody because a leper is considered unclean. Yet Jesus touched him. Di ba? Malinaw? So, isang paraan that you can receive your healing is when you, you allow him to touch you or because you are the hand of God, you can take your hands and touch yourself. Or if it is healing for somebody else, then you take your hand and then touch them, lay your hands on them, and then believe for healing. I mean, stop those nonsense religious prayers. Oh God, thou art. Just speak the word. Jesus said, Jesus simply said, be cleansed. And right here, dito naman, according to the faith of the centurion, he said, I'm not worthy that you would come under my roof. Speak the word only. Speak a word and my servant will be healed. Now, this is when healing was not a done deal yet. Because what makes healing a done deal to us today is the one the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. That's what makes everything done deal. This one, it was not a done deal yet. Nobody's sure. Wala pang nakakasiguro kung sino ang gagaling at kung sino ang hindi. But, the man who is an unbeliever said, Speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Grabe no? Now, you cannot do that. Hindi mo na magagawa ito ngayon because God has already spoken. So hindi ka na hindi na, hindi ka na pwedeng magantay. Lord, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. And my servant will be healed because the Lord will speak through you. So your healing now is depending on your words. It's no longer depending on his word. That, that stays in his mouth. It is now depending on his word that is in your mouth. But just the word being in your mouth doesn't mean anything until you speak it. Pero kung titignan natin, mas higit pa kaysa word lamang ang pinaniniwalaan dito ng centurion, kundi ang paggawa mismo ng Panginoon sa pagpapagaling ng kanyang servant who was sick. I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith.
You see, why did Jesus say, I have not found such great faith? Well, una, because the centurion is not believing for anything para sa kanya sarili. He's believing for somebody else. Pangalawa, I mean, previously, yung ibang mga mananampalataya ay puro lamang daldal, puro lamang salita. Itong sinturyo na ito, yung act ng kanyang paglapit kay Jesus is already a demonstration of faith. Which he knew. He doesn't have any right. He doesn't have a covenant relationship. And yet, that was an action na kanyang ginawa. Plus the words na sinabi niya, I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof. You're, I'm not worthy that you would come to my house. Words. So, nandoon yung words at saka action, hindi nga para sa kanya, hindi siya nakinabang sa Himala. Ang kanyang servant was completely healed. When Jesus heard it, He marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west, west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. Oh, it's very sad. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed. How did the centurion demonstrate his believing? He demonstrated his believing by saying and by doing. And that's why Jesus said, Go your way as you have believed, let it be done for you. It would be the same thing with us. If we're going to say whatever we needed to say concerning what God had already spoken, and we would do what God is expecting us to do, then it will be according to our faith that we will be healed. Go your way as you have believed. So let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. I believe it's time for us to see some instant manifestations of healing. I mean, I get tired of praying for somebody who doesn't get healed or the healing does not manifest. Not, not that nagbabago yung pananampalataya ko just because I don't see any manifestation. But I believe it's time, kailangan napapanahon na na makakita tayo ng instantaneous manifestation. Now, if the problem is internal, the manifestations will be, you go back to your doctor, and then the doctor could not find anything wrong with you. We want that to happen. We want minimum. I don't think that tayo lamang ang dapat may kagustuhan nito. I believe kailangan na tayong maniwala na gusto ng Panginoon na mayroong instant manifestation. Because it's already done. I mean, it is finished. And his servant was healed that same hour. Verse 14, which is the last, the third healing. Now, when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. Oh, symptoms. 
ng COVID. Social distancing. You have fever? Do you have cough? Do you have flu? Social distancing. No. The word of God says in verse 15, So he touched her. Yung pastor na nasabi ko na was, almost, was talking about magpapastim siya, magpapastim siya. Had actually stayed with us for how many days? And he actually was sleeping in the same bedroom with Tantan. He told me, Obserbahan niyo si Tantan. I said, none of that has any place in our house. Hindi yan tumatalab sa kahit sino man na nasa loob ng aking pamamahay. <laughs> Sabi, obserbahan niyo si Tantan. I mean, we have dined. Nakisalo kami. Harapan. Again, this is another pastor. Harapan. Na positive. Although during the time we didn't know he was positive, but he was chilling the night before we have dinner. He was chilling, I mean, and then after the next day, nagpa test, the result that came out, he was positive. Contact tracing, contact tracing, close contact, close contact. Listen to me, Jesus was in close contact with the sick. Na ang, skit, ang sakit is very contagious. How many of you, how many of you, leper, ang, lep, ang leprosy ay contagious? It's a communicable disease. It can transfer to somebody as fast, I mean, before you even know it. And that's why we, they, they are isolated. Kaya nga mayroon tayong leprosarium, doong ina-isolate yung mga tao. But with Jesus, nothing is communicable. With Jesus, nothing is contagious. With Jesus, nothing can infect you. And so he, he touched. And look at what he So he touched her hand and the fever. There you go again. In these three accounts of healing, Jesus not at one time prayed for the sick to be healed. Eh, Pastor Tom, hindi naman pala si Jesus nag-pray, but why are we praying? Well, I believe the reason why people pray for people to be healed is because it sounds like, I mean, it sounds good when you are praying. Maganda pakinggan. And not only that it sounds good, it looks good. Magandang tingnan. Well, it does not matter how how sounds good your prayers are, how looks good when you are praying, when nothing is happening naman, stop doing it. Because you are not just supposed to pray for the, for the sake of praying. You are supposed to pray to produce result. If, if in fact your prayer is not producing anything, then go check what Jesus has done. Go check. 
the first sick person, he stretched out his hand and said, I am willing. Be cleansed. And then the second sick person, he said, I am willing. Go your way. According to what you believe, your servant is healed. No prayers. And then the third one, he only stretched out his, his hand and touched the hand of the sick person, the woman. And then the fever left. I mean, sometimes I would do this. I would not pray. I mean, the people who was not prayed for get offended. Didn't like it. Well, I'm just doing what Jesus did. Don't get, don't get mad at me. Get mad at Jesus. But if you are desperate for your healing, why should you be mad at Jesus when he is the one <laughs> so again, doon pa rin ang kapangyarihan ng confession. Kaya nga sabi ko kanina, hayaan natin na ang ating confession ay ang ating panalangin. At ang ating panalangin ay ating confession. We don't have to sound praying. We don't have to look like we're praying. But we just have to make sure that we are confessing, we are declaring, we are proclaiming, and we are doing whatever we're supposed to be doing. Amen? Paginoon, marami po salamat. Lord, I thank you for teaching us. Holy Spirit, you are our master teacher. You are the revealer of truth. You are, I mean, the truth that you are teaching us even this morning are so simple. We don't need to have a high intelligence Hindi, hindi kailangan na napakataas ang aming intellectual level. Because in fact, we already have the mind of Christ. And how, sino pa bang pwedeng mas intelhente sa kaisipan na mayroon ng Panginoon? And so we believe, Lord God, that as we embrace the mind of Christ, we would be thinking the way God thinks and we would be speaking whatever God has spoken and we would be doing what we are supposed to be doing in line to what we have spoken Lord I know that there are people not just those that are here but even those who have joined us are still dealing with sickness and disease in their physical body and I know it is never your will. It is not your will that any of them will be afflicted with pain, with sickness, with disease in their physical body. Because I know that you already have taken them. You already have taken all infirmities out and borne all of their pain and sorrow and grief and sickness and disease out of their body. And that's why they do not have any right anymore to be taking it with them, to be carrying it with them. It was taken away just like you have said in your word that you have taken sickness and disease away from the midst of us 
by blessing our food, by blessing our water, because you are the God who heals us. And so we come against every anumang klaseng bagay na nasa katawan namin na hindi dapat nandyan to be gone in Jesus' name. Growth be gone. Anything. Kidney stone. Gallbladder stone. Lump. Gwitter. Be gone now in Jesus' name. And all the other thing that we do not even know kung ano ang medical terms. But you know God. And you don't want anything in our bodies that is not coming from you. And so, we speak, we declare, we decree. Healing. Now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we may know somebody, Lord God, who is sick. They might have done everything. And yet, walang nakikitang development. Lord, I stand before you in behalf of them. We stand before you in behalf of them. They are a friend, they are a relative, or they may be some, somebody else that we know. We stand in behalf of them. And we are speaking, we are declaring, we are confessing. That just what you have done with these three different people and just what you have done with us we know that you also will do for others no matter what their conditions are there will be a revolution because confession ay pinagsasama with action and therefore there shall be a healing revolution. Let there be a healing revolution, Lord God, not just in our church, not just in New Life Santa Rosa, but let there be a healing revolution in our families, in our homes, in our neighborhood. There was one particular city, Lord God, nung unang panahon that was declared to be the healthiest city in an entire nation. Lord, let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so that in this city, Santa Rosa would become the healthiest city because of God's healing power manifesting and working in every corner of the city. Our family will be considered as the healthiest family in our subdivision, in our barangay, in the name of Jesus. 
You did it before. You're still going to do it again. And we believe you are more than willing to do it. You are just looking for people whose lips and mouth and tongue are in agreement with you, whose actions are actually actions of observing to do so that we might have good success and that we would prosper in everything that we do. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. Lord, we shall see this like kabuti. I know this is the season, Lord. Your word says, those who delight in meditating the word of God day and night shall be like a tree planted by the water that bear its fruit in its season. I believe, Lord God, it's healing season. I believe it is prosperity, financial prosperity season. I believe it is salvation season. Your word says that when you hear the word of salvation today, that very day is the day of salvation. Lord, today we've heard the message of healing. And so we say that today is the day of healing. Lord, we have heard the message of financial prosperity today. And so we believe that today is the day of our prosperity. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year. But today. Today is the day of healing. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of prosperity. Today is the day of restoration. Today is the day of deliverance. Today is the day of freedom. Today is the day right now in the name of Jesus. The servant that was paralyzed and sick and, and the boss, the master knew that it was a sickness unto death, was instantaneously healed that very hour that Jesus said, He is healed. He is healed. When Jesus said, I will come and heal him, that very time, that very hour, the servant was healed. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord God, for Many instantaneous healing right now taking place, not just not only in this place, but even those who have joined us in Jesus' name. Instantaneous, instantaneous in Jesus' name. Come on, go ahead, check your body. Go ahead, do something you've never done, you've never been able to do. Hallelujah. Bend over, bend over, raise your legs, raise your knees, raise your arms, do something. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Breath in, breath out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Panginoon, maraming salamat na hindi lamang po kayo naluluhati with the words of our lips, but you also are glorified with the action that we do. And every time somebody receives healing, it always, the glory always goes to you. You are glorified. You are magnified. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you for accomplishing something today. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube or even at our website, newlifesantarosa.com. 
This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.